0: Father, we just come to you. We just surrender ourselves before thee, Lord. We pray, Father, once again you speak to us. For you You alone have the words of life. You came to give us life. And your word is life open the eyes of our understanding that we may understand what you teach us that we make choices that bring life. Today we made a choice to come into your house. Now we again choose to hear your word. Open our ears. Open our ears, Lord. Open the eyes of our understanding. That we may understand how your kingdom works. Be with me, be with Pastor Naveen. Anoint us Lord. Empower us Lord. We need you Lord. Without you there is nothing we can do. That's why we need you Lord. Speak Father. For in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are in the 11th month. So even if you missed 10 months, the leading of God in your life, you are in the 11th month. Jesus talks about a parable of the Master coming at the 11th hour. And he saw a few people still standing. And he said, why are you standing? And they said, nobody hired us. And he said, come, I will hire you. And they worked but at the end of the day when they got their wages everybody got the same wages so even if you forgot to serve God the past 10 months and you came regularly here and slept this 11th month we have an incredible God of mercy। so God who gives his children another chance। so This morning we go to God। इतिगो उदय We say, Lord, we come to you again. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. I want to turn first to Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. Very, very familiar
1: verses. Very familiar verses. నీవు నిబ్రము కలిగి జాగృతపడి బహుధైర్యముగా నుండి నా సేవకుడైన మోషే నీకు ఆజ్ఞాపించిన ధర్మశాస్త్రమంతటి చెప్పున చేయవలను నీవు ప్రతి మార్గమున చక్కగా ప్రవర్తించునట్లు నీవు దాని నుండి ఈ ధర్మశాస్త్ర గందమును నీవు బోధింపక తప్పిపోకూడదు దానిలో రాయబడిన వాట్ అన్నిటిని ప్రకారము చేయటకు నీవు జాగృతపడినట్లు దివారాత్రము దాని ధ్యానించిన యెడల నీ మార్గమును ఒదిల్ల చేసుకొని చక్కగా
0: Two things God tells Joshua here, primarily. First he says, be bold and courageous. Why do we need boldness and courage? To obey the word of God when nobody else does. That's why we need boldness. That's why we need courage. And the whole world goes in a different tangent. Even churches go away from the word. Stand alone. And obey. We need boldness, we need courage. That's why he says be strong, be bold, be courageous. This is constant through the Bible. People struggle to obey the word of God. They know it is true. But they look at the world. And they look at the cost. And they lose heart. We know in Jerusalem. When the apostles started preaching. And when persecution started. And apostles were arrested. And apostles were arrested. So the and they were beaten and they were beaten They came back, the church gathered and you know they asked for boldness. And scripture says they were filled again with the Holy Spirit and with boldness. That's what God is telling him. Don't be afraid. Be bold. Be strong. was one of the first set of people mentioned in the book of Revelation who will not enter into the kingdom of God are those who are not bold, who are fearful. that's the way this world works. People are afraid to stand for the word. Because everybody wants to be part of a herd, a group. We will feel very good here. Because we are a group of believers. When we go out, we have to stand alone. That is when God says, be strong and courageous. For what? That you may observe to do according to all the law which my Moses, my son, have commanded <speaking in Hebrew> So first we need boldness. We need courage. For the right reason. In the world also people need boldness. They need courage. But it is not for the right reason. See, whenever we look into the word of God and when we ask God for something we can ask the right thing for the wrong reason. And that's what's happening here. God is telling them the right reason. You need to be bold. You need to be courageous. Now we would think that He is saying that to Fight all the enemies in the promised land. That's what we would expect God to tell Joshua. Joshua, you're going into a land where there are seven nations stronger than you. Be bold and courageous. That's not what he says. He's bold and courageous. Because when these nations come against you, when powers of darkness come against you, when people come against you, the temptation is to go away from God's word. Compromise. And the greatest danger the church, the believer always faces is the pressure to compromise. And that's the first thing God says. Pastors face it. Christian employees face it. Employers face it. Children face it. Everybody is facing this pressure. Compromise. Life will be easy. Life will be easy. That's where God says you need courage. You need boldness. For so what? To observe all the law that was given through Moses. We need boldness. In these last days. more than ever days. In these last time when we met i said about five things god, god is the god of truth That is Isaiah 65, 16. that is and then jesus says i am the truth Jesus says I am the truth that's John 14.6 Jesus says the spirit is truth that is John 16.13 then he He says the word is truth that is John 17.17 and then he says the church is the pillar of truth that is 2 Timothy 3.50 the church is the pillar of truth All this, because churches differ, the only truth which I have, which is outside of me, which is not connected with my feelings or impressions, which is objective, is the word of God. God's word. God is truth. But God is invisible. Jesus is truth. But I cannot see him. The spirit is truth. I cannot see him. But I have one thing. one thing alone. And God says this and we will need courage to, to stick to what God has spoken. We need boldness and most of Christian struggles in life is because we compromise. And once we compromise we need to come back. That takes even more courage. Even more boldness. <laughs> Lord, I am sorry. I compromise. Now I am willing to come back. This is a constant process. So God says, be strong and courageous. That you do what I have told you. I spoke through Moses. And then he tells him in 7 and 8. Meditate upon my word day and night. Focus. Today primarily I want to talk to you about focus. You see why we are able to read this? Because this has been programmed to focus. The more you change the setting, the more we will not be able to see. We will not be able to read. You know why we are able to read? Because the light is focused. You know, we can lose our focus. We can lose our focus. And when we lose our focus, everything starts becoming blurred. The first thing God tells Joshua is this. Be focused. What should be your focus? Should be the word. Be focused on the word of God. Meditate upon my word day and night. Meditate upon. You see the object of our focus must be very clear. That is how we look at life. All of us don't see life in the same way. Though life may be the same. Though we don't see life the same way. It depends upon what our focus is. God is telling Joshua. God God is telling Israel. Israel. God God is telling the church. The object of your focus should be God. And how you focus on God. It is by focusing on what he has said. See, focus is very important. If you ask a, a religious, learned Hindu, you ask him, why, why do you have an idol? They will tell you it is to focus. There is idolatry and there is idolatry. They will say the idol helps me to focus. In Islam, there are no idols. But they have what is called the five pillars of Islam. That is what every Muslim focuses on. That is what he focuses on. How do you know you are a Muslim? Because I do this five. See, without that focus, they cannot function. Then to us he comes and says, I the God is spirit. Sorry? God is spirit. And God is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. There are no idols. There are no pillars. He says spirit. And, and truth. truth. And truth. He says, My word is truth. And he says, focus on that. If you don't focus on that, life Will not make sense. In Hebrews 12 verses 1 and 2. Therefore we also are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the rate right set before us. Yeah, please read that in Telugu. Yeah, one. Go back to
1: one. Yeah. Saksisam
0: whole cloud of witnesses is given in hebrews 11 he said they are the ones who were focused look unto jesus keep your eyes fixed on jesus if your focus goes Life will not make sense. And in verse 1, Scripture says, I don't know how it's in Telugu. Let us lay aside every weight and every sin. He goes, Why? Because this weight and the sin will distract us from the focus. They are not the same. All of us have weights in our life. Their father sitting over here. Worry about their children. Studies. Marriage. Salvation. These are weights. And that there are sins. weights are not sins. Weight can become sin if we start focusing on the weight that weight can become a sin. Because because we take God. our eyes of Jesus, and we stop walking by faith, we start walking by sight, because what is defining my walk is now not Christ, it is my weight. And scripture says, whatever is not of faith is sin. That's Romans 14, 23. Whatever is not of faith is, is sin. So that's the writer of Romans is saying, be careful of weights, be careful about sin, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. You have to fight sin. And put down the weight. Fight sin. Lay down the weight. By keeping your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. Otherwise, we will lose our focus. We will lose our focus. And Christians lose their focus. Churches lose their focus. Ministries lose their focus. In Hebrews 3 and verse 1, Scripture says
1: ah consider fix your eyes on jesus keep your eyes on jesus He is the
0: apostle, he is the high priest of our confession keep your eyes on jesus keep your eyes fixed on jesus the the book of Hebrews is, is a, a fantastic, it's a different kind of an epistle. It is not like any of the other epistles. All the other epistles are primarily written to new believers, teaching them how to walk. Hebrews is written to Judaic believers who are drifting away. Who are drifting, losing their focus. Hebrews 2 and verse 1 will say,
1: Hebrews 1 will say, be careful
0: lest we English says drift away. You see. He using an imagery from the water. When the boat comes in the evening, it is tied to the harbor or the wash. But if the rope is let loose, it will slowly drift. The drifting is so slow, you will not be even aware you are drifting away. Jaripoda, the The problem is if you We are not careful about the things we have heard from God. We will not be aware. We are slowly drifting away from God and His word. So often it is good, like times like this, once a month we gather and we see, this is where the word of God stands, how far has I have, I, I drifted away from the word. And because mo, this is for pastors and there are pastors sitting over here, if I as a pastor drift away from the word, automatically because of the pulpit, the church also will drift away from the word. You know, because we hold the steering wheel. Pulpity is the steering wheel. If I turn it this way, most of the church also will turn that way. And if you turn it this way, many churches are going like this. They are actually enemies of God. They are enemies of the cross. Everything connected with Jesus' death, blood, cross slowly has been removed to make people happy. That's what God is telling us. Be sure you are focused. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. Look at the cloud of witnesses. Above all, do not forget the things you have heard. Now we have not only heard unlike them, we have it written in, in go our hands. So we examine our lives constantly with what we have in our hands. That is where actually Worship comes. And we don't, we look at worship only as singing. That's not what Jesus told the Samaritan woman. God is seeking worshippers, true worshippers who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. true worshipers who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. Because worship will tell us what is our focus. We have two choices in life. Either we can focus on God, that is worship. Our life focused on God. Or focused on ourselves and our circumstances. That is also worship. Worship of self. Or oh, worship of God. That is what God is talking about. It's very simple. When you wake up, through a day, just check what Occupies our mind. You will know who you worship. Most of the time, people's minds I'm talking about Christians' minds are consumed by their problems. And they worship self. It's not that your pro- our problems are not real. But as long as we worship self, God cannot deliver us. God is able to deliver only those who worship Him possible to please god without faith anyone who comes to god must believe that he is he's he is a rewarder of those who diligently speak. the focus Is God. But often focus is self. That is why worship will always define who we are. Because our focus will determine ultimately where we go. It will always determine where we go. The devil through this world the devil through this world and all the problems will always try to take the mind of the child of God off God. All oh, And look down. That's why we have this incredible passage about Peter walking on water. The water is real. The wind is real. The waves are real. As long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he walked on another reality. But when you start looking down, he experienced another reality. Both are real. The question is, which do you want to walk in? Which do you want to walk in? Because our focus will determine our reality. And the devil will always, first thing in the morning as we wake up, he will always try to bring our mind of God to our physical reality. Even with Jesus, take your mind of God. Come down. If you really are the son of Take God, eat. Eat. Take a mind of that. Take a mind of that. Why don't you put your mind on your hunger? Get it off God. 30 years. Son of God. What did you do? What did you gain? What did you, what did you get? Nothing. Just take your eyes off God. Just worship me. I'll just give it to you. Take your eyes of God. God should not be your focus. God is a distraction. God is a distraction. Take your eyes off Him. Okay, you want ministry, right? Do you know how ministry is? Sorry. Do you know how ministry is? To build a ministry, how long it takes? Take your eyes off God. Take His ways. You know I I refer- I'll tell you a simple way. Go to the temple top. Go to the temple top. That's where all the people worshippers are down. Just jump. Angels will hold you. Everybody will see. Ministry starts. What a start. Let's take your eyes off God. God is the issue here. Listen to Jesus. Jesus answer. He answered and said it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceeds from the
1: mouth of God. My focus is God.
0: My focus is God. This is real. But my eyes are on God. Look at verse 7. Jesus said, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. You see, every answer is... Connected to his focus. It is not connected to his physical reality. He is not saying, yeah, I am hungry, but I will not going to make stone into bread. I will wait a little, I will go home and eat. He is not saying, he is, he is saying, God is my focus. my focus. We don't realize our responses actually will tell us who is and what is our focus. In verse 10, Jesus said to him, Away with you Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship
1: the Lord your God.
0: If it's not got to do what I get, is God to do what is written what defines our worship what we get what is written i know god through what is written because that is my real objective truth Everything I feel, Everything everything I hear, everything I sense, should agree with what is written for it to be true. So he says, my focus... Is God. And you are not going to take me off focus. And you are not going to take me off focus. was not on himself. take the world focus. was It was not on God. That's why I said our focus. focus will determine our reality our love will be determined by our focus Determined by our focus. That's why God says, love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength. Otherwise, my love is not true. Because the focus of my love, if it is not God, then it cannot be true. true. Even faith, the focus of our faith has to be God and not me. And our hope is determined by our focus. If you ask 9 out of 10 Christians or 99 out of 100 Christians, if you tell them, are you sure you will get a crown, they will say no. are you sure you will get a crown, they will say no. Why? Because the focus of their hope in life was never God. Was never God. Love God with all your heart. The question is, is God the focus of my love? 1 John 2.15 1 John
1: 2.15 Ii loko so mana nenon, loko mulu guna watnenon, premen pukulii. Ia buat nenon, loko mulu prema wanlo undal.
0: Why it is? Why is it saying this? Because he says. Your focus will change. Do not love the world. All the things in the world. can be different things for different people. It can be money. It can be name. It, it, It can be people. It can be things. It can be anything. But scripture says if you love you lose your focus. And we will not go any further in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God to progress one thing is required. You need focus. There are so many people in the kingdom of God. They have been there for 40 years, 50 years. But actually, their 50 years is the same year 50 times. They haven't gone forward. They only have grown older. They (laughs) did not grow up. Golden Jubilee. It is true. Life hasn't changed. Understanding of God hasn't changed. Knowledge of God hasn't changed. It is still where it is. Why? Because focus was not God. Focus was not God. The Bible talks about a different reality. You read Paul's first letter. And you read his last letter. Thana and you read his in-between letters. Reality is different. Reality is different. His testimonies are all connected with knowing God or not about getting from God. Teluskanlah I could have got thousand rupees from God twenty years ago and ten thousand today, that doesn't mean my knowledge of God has increased. Only my need has increased and God is faithful gave me ten thousand then now he gives me ten thousand. That's the only difference. Because we have to listen to testimonies. Testimonies are not of knowing God. The ways of God. The knowledge of God. Testimonies are all about getting from God. Focus is wrong. Because our focus will determine our reality. And that reality will determine our worship. God is looking for worshippers. And many Christians are not really able to worship God. Because God is not their focus. Their problem is their focus. The world they live in is their focus. The issue here is there are two realities. The world we live in and the kingdom of God. Two different realities. Two different realities about this world. The distinction is very clear in the Bible in 1 John 5
1: and verse 19. Manamu Is that in
0: Telugu?
1: No, no. There are
0: two different things. Okay? One thing says, we are of God. Is that what it says? We are of God. And the world is under the sway of the evil one. These are two different things. We are of God. The whole world is under the evil one. So which is our reality that we are of God? Or or the world that is under the evil one? Which is our reality? If I am of God, I belong to the kingdom of God. And this whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And 1 John 2 and verse 17, if I am right, says, How do I see the world? The
1: world is passing away. passing away. Is that how we see the
0: world? How we see the world. It is passing away. Desires is passing away. But I am of God. We are of God. God. And he who does the will of God abides forever. See, focus is different. Focus is different. If we are the children of God, then our focus should be the kingdom of God. And if we are children of God, and our focus is the kingdom of God, the very simple, familiar words, Matthew 6, 33.
1: काबट्टी means but, but? Ah, seek first that is focus
0: that is focus seek first the kingdom of god See, for most Christians The issue is not their problem. We think if our problems went away, we would be fine. The The issue is not our problem. The issue is our focus. As long as our focus is not God, even if the current problem you and I face go away, new ones will come. And we will will focus on that problem. The problem is not with the problem. The problem is with our focus. As long as our focus doesn't come back to God, our problems will never go away. Not only will not our problems go away we will not have the strength to handle our problems. Because for a child of God a man of God a woman of God a walk with God means the more you go further, the more problems you are going to face. The more opposition you are going to face. So your problem is not going to change. Your problem is going to increase. So if your focus is not God, we will not be able to handle our problem. That's why the Bible records the real life stories of people like Joseph and Daniel and Elijah and Elisha and Paul and Silas and all. all. All of them had problems. But they prevailed. Because their focus was God. Not their circumstances. If their focus was not God. They also would have compromised. And fallen like the rest. you wouldn't have known about them. In their time, people would have thought they were successful. But they would have been failure. Why were they different? Because their focus was God. Look at 39, uh, Genesis 39, verse 9, when Joseph is
1: being tested. This is when Potiphar, his mistress, comes and tempts him. Ah, what is his focus? I agree Devan Devan Who
0: are you? A slave. Okay Who owns you? Potiphar owns you. What are you? A slave. Okay. What is your focus? Ni God. Devudu. God. de. God is my focus. Therefore, I cannot do this. You think they prevailed or their circumstances was not difficult. They had more problems than we will ever have. But their focus... Gave them the ability to see the problem as it really is. So in the 11th month, we have to look and say, is that my problem? That I am not focused on God. Therefore, God is not able to intervene on my behalf. From favorite son to slave, but his focus never changes. Daniel 1.8. eight. Daniel Very familiar k- verse. Daniel Ah, That's
1: enough. Defined. So, what
0: is his focus? When he is going to eat, the food is there. Romans 14.23 says that if a man eats with doubt, he sins. Romans 14.23 says that if a man eats with doubt, he sins. So you can sin in your eating. Only if your focus is on God while you are eating. When people are eating, their focus is not God, their focus is on meat. But when your focus is God, can't eat this, can't eat this, can eat this, it's, it's a, it's a it's a buffet. Everything is there. But when your focus is God, your choices are defined by what God has said and not by what He said before you. He's young like all the other young men. He's hungry like all the other young men. But that's not what is defined his choices. What is defining his choices is what all on this table will defile me no to You that. see we like verse 9. <coughs> Daniel one nine. we like now. God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. But De- we forget it's because of the choices he was making for God. There <coughs> You see, their focus was on God, so it was very easy for them to make choices. Because we all make choices depending upon what our focus is. A little later, very familiar words, Daniel chapter 3, 17, to
1: See, their focus is
0: very clear. They
1: are all serving
0: Nebuchadnezzar. They are his employees. He has positioned them big positions. But that's not what they say. Our God whom we serve. Oh God, whom we serve. You see, see, when you are in a particular workplace and you have an employer over there, but it is God who you serve, your choices are different. <speaking in Hebrew> Our God is able to do or not to do. That is in His hands. In verse 18, they will say, we will not serve your God. We will not serve your Did you see? How? How simple the choice becomes? Very simple. When your focus is right, you can read. If the focus goes, life becomes very blind. You are guessing through life. God did not ask us to guess through life. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth. This is a practical book. This is not theology. It's a very practical book. There is no situation in life a believer will face for which there is no answer in it. But to find the answer, your focus should be God. A lot of people search for answers, they don't find answers because in their heart. God is not the focus, self is the focus. God, God is not sitting in his throne to answer me. God is sitting in the throne to answer him. The moment he sees Jesus, and then says you, Saul asks a question. What do you want me to do? Immediate. you will be told you, go to the city. What's the first thing? He asks, what do you want me to do? If I follow you, what will I get? That's not what he asks. I know if I follow Judaism what all I will get. Now you tell me if I follow you what will I get. Question is very clear. What do you want me to do? It will be told you. Right now, go to the city. Within three days, he heard what he should do. Because his focus was God. He took that thread and guri. You see, you can serve under man. But you should only serve God. And you can only serve God if your focus is God. Joseph's focus was God in his father's house in Potiphar's palace in the prison and under Pharaoh. He never changed his focus. Even though he reaches the highest place in Egypt. Celebrated leader. Even in his deathbed. He calls Israel. And makes them swear. One day. God will send a savior. When you get out of this land take my bones. So scripture says. Therefore his bones Bones were embalmed in Egypt. I never forgot His focus. 500 years later, Where Israel leaves Egypt. Oh, the Ark of the Covenant is not yet made. But there is a box that is going. It is the bones of Joshua. You read the book of Joshua after the promised land is conquered. The bones of Joseph comes to rest in the promised land. Because he never took his eyes off Christ. That's what God is talking about. We can be low in life. Or so you can be high in life. Second only to the king. What who is your focus? Who is your focus? Scripture says keep your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. And you see this in the lives of these people. In Daniel 6 and verse 10, scripture says now yeah. when Daniel knew the writing was signed, he went home in his upper room, with his window open toward Jerusalem. He knelt down on his knees three
1: times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. Focus never never
0: changed. Law has been passed. You cannot pray for 30 days. mind is not on the law. It is on God. That is not going to change. You know why these people are special in the Bible? Because it was very simple. They kept the kingdom first. In verse
1: 21
0: and 23
1: from the Lion's Den, My God, My God, nah, Devudu. Nah, Devudu.
0: You look at Daniel speaking through the Bible, you will see that every time the king has a dream and doesn't have, and he calls Daniel, Daniel will say, My Lord, my King, my God. My God. You see, we want God to intervene in our lives Even when God is not the focus of our lives. He does. That is why it is called mercy. That is why it is called mercy. when the focus of your life is God, God intervenes in your life every day. That is what is written in the book of Acts. It is, we know it so well, we have heard from here a hundred times, Paul and Silas. Is it written in your Bible at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas were complaining loudly? Paul and Silas were complaining now later during lunch time, we will have pastoral fellowship <laughs> where everybody is complaining loudly of the struggles in their ministry. Either struggle or sacrifice. They were <laughs> is... at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas were complaining loudly. That is not what is written. What is written that their focus was God. Their focus was God. They were worshiping. You know, um, we know history <laughs> during the Second World War. the Germans, the Nazis... Imprisoned and killed millions of Jews. We know millions were killed. Jews were arrested. And they were put what was called in the concentration camps. Everything was taken away from them. Everything. Their clothes, their possessions, everything. They were stripped naked. Even their name was taken. They all had only numbers. There is a survivor, he's dead, he's called, his, his name is Victor Frankel. His number was 119104. Atani nine one zero four. He said everything was taken. Everything was taken. Even my name was taken. But this is what he said. I thought Anna Everything can be taken. Except one's attitude. That you decide. Whether you are going to allow them to take that. Everything can be taken. Anni your name is taken. Peru your reputation is taken. Gurti your naru. clothes are taken. You naru. are beaten. But your attitude cannot Aite, be taken. You choose. It, depending on what you are focused. Iko But you are focused on. They took everything from Paul and Silas that night. But they couldn't take one thing. They could not change their focus. Their eyes were on God. Therefore they worshipped. And therefore God intervened. We don't realize Worship is the doorway out of your chains. And worship is not just praying and singing. Worship is putting God first. And that is your way out. not out. Terrible your situation looks. There's only one way out. That is in that situation you have put God. First. Scripture says Daniel's three friends were thrown into the fire. But scripture says God stood with them in the fire. Paul says, Scripture says chains came up. Doors blew open. Only because two people put God first. That's why our reality will be determined by our focus. What is in the center of your life? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4
1: verses 16 and to 18. That is true for everybody. Everybody
0: sitting here, outer body is perishing. That is not the problem. Whether you are believer or unbeliever, Gentile or Jew, everybody's outward body is perishing. But the issue is this. Read faster. The second part
1: is the inward man
0: being
1: renewed. Inward
0: man cannot be renewed unless his focus is right. Inward man being renewed is directly connected to what your focus is. If your focus is self, your circumstance and this world, then your outward man is perishing, your inward man is also perishing. To be very careful about this. As pastors, our focus cannot be even our ministry. We may be extremely zealous in our ministry Man but if our focus is not God inwardly we will not be renewed. Because God will not allow us to remove him from of the center listen to revelation 2 verses 1 to
1: 3 Fantastic ministry. But words
0: four
1: you lost your focus. You lost your focus. Your
0: focus is not on your ministry, your focus is not on me. Ministry is happening here. God is there. You cannot turn your Eyes from here to here. Go back to that portion. We didn't finish in 2 Corinthians, the earlier one.
1: 4, 16 to 18. Do we see life like
0: that? Do we see life like that? This is momentary. That is eternal. And then
1: verse eighteen. Yeah, please read. Ah where are our eyes? And things see.
0: See, the problem is when we talk, we will know. I am not saying that we are living in the clouds. They people in the Bible did not deny their reality. They looked at their problems. Spoke about their problems. And then in English they will say, But God, English they were living in the seen realm. But they saw the seen realm in the light of the unseen realm. I am hungry. I haven't eaten for 40 days. But it is written, And shall not live by bread alone. Yes, you showed me all the kingdoms of the earth. And the glory. But it is written. We shall worship only the Lord thy God. Yes, I can jump from there. Yes, the angels will catch me. But it is written. Thou shalt not test the Lord thy God. We are not talking about denying Amalek. Reality. But keeping our eyes on the things that are not seen. Reason? Things which are seen are temporary. Things which are not seen are Eternal. Eternal. You know, we all know this. You know, our children when they were small, they didn't want to wake up. They didn't want to go to school. You know what all drama we did? We lifted them. Sorry. We lifted them. <laughs> By force wash them. And by force we fed them. And poor fellow with that big bag is going to school. Why? Because we saw something alisi saw something. study well future will be good see it's not that we don't know we know in this life, the Bible is talking about something great. Things which are not seen are eternal. Even the greatest job on earth is temporary. When you die, you take nothing. The children take everything. <laughs> nothing. But eternal? Scripture says, "What you get, No one can take. The name you get. Nobody can steal. The reputation you have. Nobody can spoil. This is eternal. God says, how do you see life? The God, it's the kingdom of God your focus? the kingdom of God your focus? That's why they say keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the kingdom it's of God. Paul writing from prison. Through the Holy Spirit will tell us in one line, one verse, eight things to look at. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, whatever thing is virtuous, think on those things.
1: Amen. Now you know how I read this? Christ is true. It goes Christus
0: is the only noble one. He is the just one. He is pure. He is the fairest of 10,000. There is nobody good like him. He is the epitome of virtue. He is worthy of all praise. That's it. Why were they able to worship in prison? Why were they able to It's because who their eyes were on. You see the circumstances you and I complain about. They actually become the chains that bind us. And the way out is worship. Ayte, avalante, okay, margamo, worship can set us free. Go, aradana, mamali, mamali, Emotionally. Go, spiritually. Atmiyatalo. And if God wants, even physically. He free daniel He freed daniel's friends He freed paul and the way out is worship and worship means god at the center because our focus will determine our action and our action will determine our reality. Their focus was God. Therefore they worship because they worship they were free if the focus is on ourselves we will complain we will grumble we will wallow in self-pity and our chains will become tighter and and we become more and more miserable because we took our of God. That's why in every situation, our focus will actually determine what will come to pass the outcome. When Jesus went to Kana, it's a wedding party and there is trouble. Wine has run out. In John 2, verse 5, only one thing Mary
1: told the servant. Whatever he says, do it. You got
0: a situation here. You got a situation here. Don't look at the situation. Look at him listen carefully to what he says that is the way out focus, focus is not your situation focus is hang on to every word he says do it you are out of your situation it's a very common through the Bible. 5,000 plus people. The demand is so much. Six months wages. It's not enough. Five loaves of bread, two fish. Supply is too little. But your focus is wrong. You are looking at the demand. You are looking at the supply. Either you are looking at the crowd or you are looking at the offering back. You are not looking at Christ. You are not looking at Christ. That's one place you should have looked at. Now he is drawing their attention. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give me your problem. Don't look at your problem. Don't look at your problem. Hand it over to me. Your focus is wrong. You are looking at the problem instead of looking at God. Give it to me. If we don't give it to him, we will be overwhelmed by our circumstances. And we give up. The problem is, is, one journey you cannot afford to give up. Sorry. This is one journey you cannot afford to give up. In life, every other journey you give up, it is okay. If you don't finish school, it doesn't matter. If you don't get married, nothing is going to happen. If you don't if you are married, you don't have children, the earth will not shake. <laughs> None of these things are really so important. One thing is important. If you don't walk with God, and you don't finish that walk, it will matter eternally. It will matter eternally. eternally. That's what Jesus was constantly trying his disciples, get your focus back. On God. And often the problems in our lives are tailor made by God to bring us back to it him jesus never, never lost focus in matthew chapter 4 verse 17 when jesus steps up to
1: preach శిఖరం yeah, వైపు ah, when jesus began to preach he
0: started preaching how to become rich how to become wealthy how to become strong his first sermon the kingdom of heaven is near us. it's at hand. very clear keep your eyes on the unseen Three and a half years of ministry dead risen 40 days Till he left. I na an I I pray tarvata Acts chapter one verse three. Apostle's karya mokta rajay mein vidavchnamo.
1: Aina na samapadina tarvata nalavade dinamala varku varikaga padichu. Devani rajja vishe gurchi bodhichu.
0: Ah, Devani till the moment he left he was teaching them about the kingdom of God not about the kingdom of this world we talk about the kingdom of this world we teach about this life but what we, we teach is to see this life in the light of the kingdom we teach about this life we don't elevate this life above the kingdom of God we do not give prominence to this instead we teach people how to view this life in the light of God's kingdom Jesus never lost focus Look at his focus.
1: Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Amen. That's his focus. Each day that is how he brought
0: his focus back. Yesterday is over today is a new day how do i keep my focus this is jesus routine before daylight before daylight he rose early found a solitary place and he is praying. what is prayer what is prayer we pray, we can pray two ways. If God is our focus, we are our focus. We can rise early in the morning. Early in the morning. Go to a solitary place. And, and cry out for your wife's promotion. for your wife's promotion. That is also prayer. But the focus is wrong. Focus is wrong. You see, we all wake up early in the morning. And we all say we pray. That is not the point. The point is what did we pray for? In Hebrews 5 and verse 7,
1: Scripture says, what is his prayer? His prayer is
0: Father save me from death. Not death on the cross. But death by sinning. He died on the cross. But that is not his prayer. is Father, let me never sin again. you. Keep me today, O Lord, from sinning again. you. What is the average Christian's prayer. It is all personal and family need. That is, God is not the focus. God is not the center. The center is still self. In prayer, we haven't worshipped God. I am not saying these needs are not real. They are real. But we haven't worshipped God. God is not the center of our life. Jesus every day made it very clear my focus is you. In Hebrews 10 and verse 7 When he comes into this world this is his
1: statement. Ah, in the volume of the book it is written mm. To do your
0: will, I have come. Everybody reads the same Bible. How many of us read the Bible to do His will? In the volume of the book, it is written about me. I have come to do your will. Not All favorite lines are marked what we can get from God. The wealth of the wicked is kept for the righteous. They came out of Egypt with gold and silver. I am going to a place with gold and silver. What do we read the Bible for? What do we read the Bible for? What do we pray for? That's why we have to ask hard questions. Lord, are you my focus? And Jesus came. He says, you are my focus focus therefore God always spoke to him God could to speak to him because he said your will I have come to you. so every time he went to preach it didn't matter because he was not studying the word for a sermon lot of us prepare and study to preach a sermon Jesus studied the word to live to live the will of God. Therefore every time he opened his mouth, Kanaka was a sermon just a sum we have to change the way we look at the word we have to change the way and we learn from Jesus his focus was always that thy name thy kingdom thy will Thine is the kingdom. The the power and the glory. Never change the focus. The reason is if you don't worship. We will not be able to handle pressure when it comes. Pressure will only increase. And the only way out is worship. Only way out is worship. Worship. And prayer, if the center is not God, we have neither prayed nor have we worshipped. If it is not God, so many of us have a prayer life. But it does not bring about change. Because focus, is wrong. Because focus is not God. Focus is self. That's why Hebrews 12 verse 1 and 2 says. Lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensays. Weight and sin. Every weight, like I said, can become a sin. And drag us down and cause us to lose focus. Genesis 4 records of two young men standing before God. It's a time of worship. And one is angry. One is angry. At the act of worship. And God asks him, why <laughs> are you angry? Why are you angry? you are losing your focus. If you do right, won't you be accepted? Won't you be accepted? In Ephesians, Paul will say, be angry but don't sin. Yes, be angry. I offered God something. God did not receive it. Be angry with self. I am going to find out What does God want that he will accept? Then your focus is right. Now your focus is wrong. Because you are focusing on your brother. You are angry. Because you lost your focus. You have come to worship. You have come to hear the word. what is your focus? What is your focus? <laughs> what is your focus? How did you come to hear the word And how are we hearing the word of God? Because sometimes when we hear the word, you know what goes through our mind? Ah, I wish I had brought my wife along. She needed this word. God says, "Why are you angry?" Why do you think she needs the word and you don't need the you word? you know, the mind will tell you exactly where we are. God is asking Cain. Why are you angry? You lost your focus. Lost your focus. Focus is gone. Don't look at your brother in anger. Look at what your brother did. Your sacrifice is there. His sacrifice is there. fire has taken that. He is standing there. Look at that. And learn. 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 But instead you are angry. You are angry at him. Oh, his has been accepted. But when your anger is misplaced, you are actually angry at God. You are judging God. You are not judging Him. You are judging God. You are saying, you know what? You are actually a respecter of persons. Ah, you are Baksha Oh, that church only started two weeks back. They have oh. hundred people. Oh, ashanga mo, randu varalak kithume pramamai ne, vandamani prasaloonar. Why are you angry? Yendo koppaardthu you? think God is partial? David mera Devudu. Is God partial? David Pakshapatya? Because when you lose focus, ni guru ni niu koli your attitude changes. He lost his focus. He never got it back. Now he's not focused on God. He is focused on the object of his anger. All during worship. That's the funniest part. Sorry. That is the funniest part. It is all about worship. And you are angry at worship. And you are murdering somebody during worship. Worship leads to murder. Sorry? Worship leads to murder. David also was angry. At the time of worship. In 2nd Samuel chapter 6 verse 8. When the ark was brought and Uzzah was struck dead. Scripture says
1: David... David also was angry. I did all this. I brought 30,000 soldiers. All
0: the (laughs) musicians... New cart. I'm the first one even to think of bringing the ark to the temple. And you strike somebody dead. He's angry. God says be angry. Don't sin. You know what verse, next verse says? Verse, verse 9. Verse nine. Says.
1: Verse nine. If you are afraid, if you will not sin. Sorry. David was angry, David was afraid. David
0: was angry, David was also Sorry. afraid. Our problem is we are not afraid. We are only angry. Therefore in worship we sin. Therefore, he could refocus. He could bring his focus back. ark is stuck in the middle. Man has died. He cannot go to Jerusalem. Somebody took it into his house. And David heard.
1: Verse 12. Scripture says. He ah Ash. He heard. I thought Vindana Tudu. God of anger. is
0: also God who blesses. us. He Dev Divin Sha Devurkura. I thought Vindana Tudu. God blesses. God's anger is not random. He is not like us. When he is angry, you can be absolutely sure that when he is angry, his anger is just. I know you just have to come back to his justice. His anger will turn into a blessing. He realized God has blessed that house. So he refocuses. First Chronicles chapter
1: 15, verses 12 to 15. <laughs> Ah, we did not ask God. He's not
0: angry
1: in random
0: before I set the order in my church I should have checked with him what is the order because the church is about you and not about the people God has an order in everything and he broke out in anger because we did not ask him about the proper order. Because what is everything about? We are trying to bring the presence of God into our But God's presence to come, there is an order. God says, did you seek my order? See, as long as we keep God out of it, it doesn't matter whether it is order or disorder but if you bring God in and if he is the focus then God has an order for them. everything, everything. That's why he gets his focus back. Therefore, a story that began badly ended very gladly. Because he got his focus back. That's what God is talking about. Eleventh month. Can get your focus back. Bring order back. In lives. In churches. And if the story can end well. We need to understand these two things about God. One When God is love. Everybody loves that part. God is love. God is truth. We don't like the second part. We like the first part. God is love. Love is God. Ah, love is not God. God, God is love. God is, God is truth. Now what God has done, He has drawn Boundaries for himself with truth. And he operates in love. Inside those boundaries. The world doesn't like boundaries. So the world talks about a love which has no boundaries. But God is love. God is truth. Therefore God has bound himself by his word. And his word is truth. And God of love will never operate outside those boundaries. In James chapter 1, verse 13, where yeah. nothing is impossible with God, yet it says, but what what
1: does it say here? God cannot be tempted by evil. It's impossible.
0: Adi Impossible. Impossible. That's where we balance this both. That is why we look into this always. Because we always try to exercise authority. As a pastor. pastor sitting over Does it agree with the word? Boundaries are set by the word. Men sitting over here. As a husband. Boundaries are set by the word. As a father. As a parent. Boundaries are set by God. As an employee. Boundaries are set by God. That's what Joseph is saying. I cannot do everything. Which you demand. Because God has set a boundary. As an employer. Boundaries are set by God. And we step outside those boundaries. And ask God to intervene. It won't work. It won't work. And often our prayers are trying to drag God outside the boundaries He has That's set. That's where scripture says faith comes from hearing. Hearing from the word of God. The word of God is truth. And God says, my just shall live by faith. You and I should be able to say, it is written. It is, it is, it is Don't just say God told me. Just people, people always come and say God told me. I said where is it written? At least in principle what you are saying should tally with the Bible. Because in everything you say, God told me there is a principle based on it. it At it, least it, that should tally with it, the, it, the uda, lunai, lana, wuto, Because that is our strength. That is our strength. Because the devil will always try to take our focus off. Our emotions, our feelings become our truth. Look at that situation. Naman has leprosy. He comes to Israel. And he's given a simple solution. Please read that.
1: Elisha, baga adanu What is the problem here? You have
0: leprosy. That is the focus. I have leprosy. I am finished. And I heard the God of Israel can heal. And he has a prophet. The prophet sent word. Go wash yourself in Jordan for seven nights. Words
1: 11 and 12. (laughs) <laughs> oh, why is he angry? Why is he angry? Why is he angry?
0: Pastor, please go sit in the front. Pastor, I am senior pastor. Oh, then Chala senior pastor. 40 years of ministry. Why are you angry? If you sit in the front, already you 40 years of ministry, you can't hear properly. Sitting in the front is better, no? You see? We don't look at the issue, the problem. His problem is he has leprosy. The solution is very simple. Jordan is here. go watch seven times. I thought he will come out. He didn't come out. And stand. Call on the name of the Lord. See, the problem is you have a problem. You already have a solution also. I not only want a solution. I want a solution my way. Lord, we have no money. Give my wife a promotion. So you have a problem, you have a solution. See, we don't leave the solution to God's hands. God will tell you, your money will never come that way because as such, your wife doesn't listen. If she gets a promotion, she will never listen to you. Can you leave the solution to me? Sorry? Can you leave the solution to it me? No. Because we may not like your solution. Lord, I need 20,000 rupees. I surrender the situation into that. Wife goes out. Bike knocks her down. Sorry? Bike knocks her down. One bike hit her. Okay, sorry. She is lying in bed for two weeks and that fellow gives 10,000 rupees. You didn't like God's solution, right? He said, I need her in that bed for two weeks. Because many lessons can be learned when you are lying on the bed looking up. Your money also will come. Sorry. <laughs> Your money also will come. But what you are asking for is a promotion. What God is looking at is at a demotion. See, we won't leave solutions into God's hands. We take our eyes off the focus is gone. he's furious. Can no, he went away? can you imagine people walking away? How many people like Naman has walked away from churches because they didn't like God's solution? Men, women and children have walked away from homes because they did not like God's solution. Totally off-focus. Because his pride and anger. took him off focus. In
1: verse 13 and 14, the oh. servants gently bring him back to focus. <laughs> He said if he had asked you
0: something great see our issue is this we have decided this is great this is not great we don't look at our God who is great Therefore, everything he tells us to do is great, because greatness is attached to him, not what we do. Therefore, many of us don't really have a ministry because we are waiting for something great to come without realizing everything that we do in obedience is great because we see greatness in our work we don't see greatness in him samuel did a great work Hannah also did a great work. Both obey God. Both obey God. So, See, unless we get our focus back to the Word of God. And obey Him. We cannot be healed. And What stands in our way from hearing is pride. Thank God he has some nice servants. They gently told him. Thank God he listened. Verse fourteen will say he listens. Sorry? Yeah. Oh. Fourteen. Yeah, it's okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: see what god
0: intention is His intention is always to cleanse us. Always restoration. That's what we need to understand. God is not interested in punishing anybody. His interest is in restoration. Punishment is we bring upon ourselves because we don't obey. God is interested in restoration but to be restored. We have to hear we have to obey. And we cannot bring the presence of God back in our lives unless we obey. That's what it's all talking about. Why do relationships fail? Why do marriages fail? Because we focus on the wrong thing. Even in a commandment that is clearly given, if we change the focus it goes wrong. The most important chapters when it comes to relationships in the Bible is Ephesians five and six. Look at
1: how scripture begins with five twenty one. Some First you need
0: this. Bayam because there is no biome There is no submission. There is a demand for submission. There is no submission. You see, when there is no fear of God, there is only a demand. Because we only see position. We don't see responsibility. Submitting to one another because of fear. After that is 22, right? No, you can't talk about 22 without talking about 21. 21 goes before 22. Bible is not written, Ephesians 5, uh, 20, 22. 21 is missing in your Bible. (laughs) no 21 is there right and you see you go back to 21 <laughs> yeah. focus is what guri god devudu don't take the focus from there focus is god devudu guru unnadu focus is god
1: devude guru
0: unnadu
1: verse 22 next one sthree lara prabhu naku prabhu is there prabhu
0: focus is not three not husband focus is god the the problem is man will look at this wife submit your own husband and forget the lord idigo samasya enti ante purushudu baari is ni will ani devuni marchipothadu Focus is God. The focus is not man or wife. The focus is God. Submit to one another in the fear of the Lord. And then, wives, submit your husband as unto the Lord. <laughs> See, if we change focus, <laughs> it loses power. గురిని వార్షిపు వార్షిప్ చేయాలి ఇట్ लूसेस 파వర్ ఇదిగో శక్తిని అధికారమును కోల్పోతము
1: ఇట్ Christ. Not husband, wife
0: so god came in the middle again devudu marla is there right in the middle as, as christ loved the church Did christ die for the church or die with the church the Ah, Adam died with his wife in sin. The second Adam died for his wife for her sin. What kind of a husband are you? Are you like Ananas and Safira, who will die together in sin? Or will you step aside and say I will die for you? But I will not die with you. Because the demand of the carnal spouse is to die with me understand what the bible is talking about That is why christ is put in the middle and if you take the christ model off the model goes wrong it loses its power and what about children what about children we looked at men we looked at wife children children Pilala.
1: Ah. Did you bring
0: Prabhu over there? (laughs) Did you see everywhere there is? Just give me a second. I just wanted to look at Let me see if I can find it. I think it's Psalm 43. If I'm wrong, then I will leave it. Yeah, it's Psalm 46. I just wanted to read it. It just came into my heart words
1: one and two mudati mm. ayana namukuna sahayakudu muniginanu manamu bayapadamu one minute go back to words one who is saying this? devudu
0: Who is saying? Even when the earth is moving, our heart will not be shaken. Who are you, Kora? One day, our fathers were swallowed by the earth by moving. Our heart were not shaken. We obeyed the Lord, not our father. This is... This is their life. They were the first set of children to see their fathers being swallowed in God's Israel. And they are saying, God is our refuge, our ever-present help. The earth moved. The mountains were shaken. We did not fear. Because we obeyed our parents in the Lord, and, not outside Lord. Because when the Lord said make a separation between your father and God, they went over to the Lord's side. That's why everywhere the center is God. Whether it is a man or a woman or children. What about workers, employees?
1: Six five. Hmm. Ah, Then came
0: in the middle
1: again. You see, God
0: came in the middle again. See, if you take this off, you will form an union and fight your boss. There will be a red flag and zindabad. Why? Christ is not there. Joseph was thrown in prison. Did you do anything wrong? He's on a twenty-one day fasting. Zindabad, Zindabad, we <laughs> want justice, Zindabad. Is God your refuge? Is God your strength? Is God your deliverer? Christ comes in the middle. Now you see why you need boldness. You are working in a company. There are 20 employees. And you are one. And you are a believer. And 19 is going against the management. Can you stand alone? Can you stand alone? Now you see why you need boldness? Because your employer is different. What about if you are an employer and not an employee? Ah. <laughs> ah, your own master is in heaven. Ah, did God come in the middle again? See. It doesn't matter what is your relationship on earth. We have different relationships on. In the middle, God comes. That's your focus. Do the same things to them. Giving up, threatening. Knowing that your own master also in heaven. And there is no partiality with him. Employee, how you deal with your employer. Employer, how you deal with your employee. God is in the middle. Don't forget God. Let us look at one employer from the Old Testament. Ruth
1: two nine. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, just be, befo- before that, 2, 2, two the Joshua, Judges, Ruth, no? Yeah,
1: 2, and verse 4, not 9, verse 4, 2, 4. Ah, and
0: they answered, And they answered, The Lord bless you. Did you see employer and employee? Did you see an employer and employee? Both are aware there is a God above them. Is that how you treat your employee? We may not have any employee. Maybe there is just one maid who comes to clean your house. Is that how you greet her? The lord bless you why are you late that is our greeting we forget that one also has a life and her life is split into many parts because of the suffering they go through. When we open our mouth, we have no blessing to give. How does bohas begin? The Lord
1: be.
0: with you. And what did they say? Did you see how the Lord is there in the middle? That's why God says we are not living in the seen. Keep your eyes on the unseen. <laughs> What kind of an employee are you? What kind of an employer are we? Is the Lord there in the middle? Because often ministry becomes a burden because we take our eyes it, off christ And we start focusing on ourselves very familiar portion luke
1: it, 10 38 to 42 luke 38 మార్తాను and Ocas three Ocas three, I know Tana inta church cono. Ama ku Maru and Sahod Sari Maria and Sahodarindanu, I may Yesu fatamu the Kutchundi, Aina Maria, oh. Adi to see? Do you see Martha is
0: actually talking to the Lord? Go, Martha, ki, tho Martha, okay? Let me explain to you in a story. Okay, there is this old story many thousands of years ago, the king of Persia the king of Persia had a habit of dressing like a poor man. These different houses to see how the people were. One day he went to a very poor man's house. The poor man had no idea this was the emperor. What little he had, he served the king. The king ate. After he finished eating, the king revealed himself. I said, I am the emperor. You can ask what you want. He said, my lord, to serve. Fact that you came to my house. And to serve you. Itself is the greatest honor. What more can I ask from you? Do we see ministry that way? Do we see ministry that way? The very fact we have an opportunity to actually serve Christ is the greatest honor. And are we complaining? A lot of people have the complaining spirit. I am the, only, I am the only one. Nobody serves in the church. Nobody notices. That's exactly what Martha is saying. Lord, are you not bothered? I am doing all this work. I just sitting over there. Focus is gone. Focus should be wow. The Lord is in my heart. I have an opportunity to serve the Lord. No. Sister is sitting there. Not doing anything. Focus is gone. A lot of people are not able to serve God cheerfully because they are serving God. But their eye is not on God. Their eyes is on somebody else. Either they are not serving. Or they are not serving like you. Focus is God. Therefore we do not enjoy serving God. Isn't salvation an honor? Did we earn it? Did we buy it? Did we get it? It's an honor. Isn't that enough to serve Him? What more we need to serve Him? Our eyes go inward. I am the only one. one. Everyone else is lazy. Everyone else is having a good time. No one cares. No one appreciates. You see, the reason his focus is gone. Focus is gone. Focus should have been this. That's my sister. She was possessed by seven demons. I remember her life. She was walking around like a mad woman. The Lord delivered her. Let her sit at his feet. I will work. And if she were to get up and come. Maria? Go back. Sit there. Learn. Walk in your deliverance. I will do your work. That is focus. That is focus. But our focus is gone. Our focus is gone. When our focus goes, even if the Lord is there personally, and we are serving Him, we are not able to enjoy our service. That's what He's telling Martha. Martha, Martha you lost your focus distracted by two men from the sister if you look at verse 40 from the sister you start blaming God. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me? I know my sister always leaves me. But I expected something different from you. I thought you teach her a lesson. Mary, you see your sister working? Go. Well. See we from blaming our brother, we start finally blaming God. See when focus goes, the picture becomes very blurred. The picture gets very which picture gets very, very blurred. We are not able to see life clearly. The center is not God. Center is not God. The book of Corinthians scripture says this, the spiritual man judges all things, yet he himself is not judged. Uh-huh. that's in first corinthians
1: 215 yeah atm ah.
0: oh, spiritual man the spiritual man, God is his center. Yet he himself is never rightly judged by anybody. Yet he himself is never rightly judged by anybody. The problem is not that others don't judge him. They are not able to rightly judge him because his focus is right. David comes. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he dare defies the armies of the living God? defies the armies of You know what his brother says? Why have you come here? I know you are proud. You left that little sheep and came here to see the fun. The spiritual man judges all things, but he is never rightly judged by anyone. Philistine. One is the brother. other is the Philistine brother. What do you think that I am a dog that you come with the stick? Did you see? King. Raju. That man is a warrior from the child. What can you do? You see, nobody judged David. Rightly. Because everybody's eyes were off God. Yet the spiritual man judges all things. If God is not my focus, and your focus, we cannot even judge properly. We cannot even evaluate life properly. <laughs> and they cannot make right judgment. See, the court can make a judgment. That is the court's job. But to enforce the judgment, they need the police. Supreme Court judge. Supreme <laughs> Court judge. can enter supreme law. Women can enter Shabarimala. But can they enter? The police has to be, give them protection. Well, the justices will go to the Court can only pass a judgment. Judgment is enforced by the government through the police we want god's Power. Let your judgment be right. It is the right judgment that brings the power of God. You come against me with a spear, a javelin, a sword. I come against you in the name of Jehovah Shabbat. That's David. That is a judgment. There is a sling. There is a stone. And then there is the power of God. The power of God comes. Because, because judgment is right. Everybody's judgment is wrong. One man's judgment was right. Because his focus was God. (laughs) when he saw Goliath (laughs) when (laughs) he saw Goliath's size when he saw (laughs) Goliath's challenge (laughs) when he saw Israel shivering in fear (laughs) His judgment was different. Who is this uncircumcised man that he dared defy the armies of the living God? what is his focus. Not Goliath. Is God. It's God. When the enemy is coming, what is his focus? I am a boy. I only have a sling. You have a spear. Javelin. But I have a name. I Name of Jehovah. my God. In His name. What's the focus? What is our focus? How do we face and judge situations? How do we face situations? we are all going through different situations every day. And every day we have to make a judgment. When we make that judgment, Is it a spiritual judgment? Is God in the center? Is it sanctioned by the word? Have you bound God to his word? Because God has bound himself to his word. His word is truth. His word is and God is not a man that he should lie. He has bound himself with his truth. And that is our belt. Mana That, that is, is our strength. People don't understand when the armor is written, first thing is mentioned is the belt. That no. datti Do me. you know why? It, it protects the area from where life comes. Where there is no truth, there is no life. There is no life. I said before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. is life. And Jesus said, my word is life. My the word is life. So this afternoon as we close for the first session refocus Come back to the word of god come back to god and say lord i am willing to make difficult decisions even in this 11th hour Align my life to your word Line my life to your spirit. I want to be a true worshipper. God is my center. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this time that you gave us. And as we break for lunch, I pray your hand would be upon us And all of us who eat will eat by faith that in our fellowship after lunch Christ would be at the center and in the second session we will continue to lift Jesus up thank you Father we thank you for the provision I'd pray that you bless it and bless those who partake of it thank you father In jesus name we pray amen, amen. amen. amen.